Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How did get 30, 30, get 30, bet get 20, 20, 20, bet get 20, 20, bet get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am your father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 506, the box office report. Not box office report, (laughs) whatever the hell we're calling it. Liar. Yes. (laughs) For the week ending September 8th, 2019. Before we get too far afield, let's go around the table. Everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. Quick shameless plugs. Uh, Don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts where you can go rate, review, subscribe. And uh, you can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash real spoilers. Join the League of Show Sharers while you're there. People who were kind enough to share the show this week. uh, Lane LeVanway, Zara Vandercreek, Chris Sanders, Chris Brown, Julianne Jordan, Tammy Sherman Powers, Tom Comiskey, Griffin Fox Smith, Susan Carlson, Travis T. Witt, Dylan A. Lang, Timmy Tuzoons, Richard Lawson, Ron Johnson, Brent Smith, Chris Magic Man, Dustin Nerd at Nerds at Night Gaming, Librarian Cynthia, Ralph Tribble, Aaron Marlowe, and Gabriel Lugo. So thank you very much for sharing an episode with yeah, guys, uh, you're the best. your friends and family. And also don't forget, if you just want to take your support up to the next level, uh, five bucks, that's the next level. That's not that's a really whole not lot. That's not that much. <laughs> Five bucks. Uh, uh, Patreon.com slash real spoiler where, where you will get uh, bonus content and the joy of knowing that you helped out. So there's all that. We've got a Quentin Tarantino retrospective where Joe and I go through his entire filmography leading up to do. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So go take a listen to that and let us know if you agree what your favorite Quentin Tarantino movies are. And uh, we would love to have you there. And we appreciate everyone who supports the show on Patreon. I think. Uh, you know, I know the next Quentin Tarantino movie is supposed to be his last, right? It's supposed to be. Yeah, he's 10 and done. Right. And uh, I think he's just going to make TV shows for Netflix or He something. might. I think that's I think that's his end run, and it seems like his run times are getting longer. No he's, sh- he's, yeah. he's liking this idea of, of, you know, now there's the rumor that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood has a longer edit. Yeah. That's going to be a TV show. In, or, the Hateful or, Eight's already up there. Yeah, like The Hateful Eight. Yeah. And then I guess... Brad Pitt floated the idea that there's also like some sort of sequel thing they're working on that would live as a show. Oh, really? On a streaming site. I thought that's what I just saw oh, the headline. Man. I didn't click through, so maybe I fell for clickbait. <laughs> Except I didn't click. Um, but uh, so I, I just I baited. Yeah, I didn't click. Right. Yeah. Um, so uh, I don't know. I just wonder if that's his end run around that. Is I could see that. You know, especially as I don't know. Part of me says is it gets harder and harder to. To make non-franchise type movies, but yeah. he certainly seems to have become his a, own franchise. Uh, his own franchise. When you look at the the box office from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, mm-hmm. I just I'll believe it when I don't see him make an eleventh movie. Do you, you know? think? Okay, just, so here's the question, though: I think do he'll you, make whatever seems like a good. Does the, if if he does Star Trek, does that count as ten? Yeah. Why it doesn't? Why did Jackie Brown count? Because it was an original property. 
No. No, it's based on a book. Yeah. Okay. Elmore Leonard. We yeah, I, I, well, I know, but I, I would I say like... if he writes the screenplay, it counts. If that's, he doesn't yeah. write the screenplay, then it's just work for hire. That's what? what I, yeah. oh, I would that's... agree with that. <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, he's talking about it's directing movies. It's not directing movies. I mean, you're get, we're getting so... I mean, do I guess you can, you can spin it however well, you want. Well, do you consider but... a cop out a Kevin Smith movie? Sure. No way. Well, I mean... I consider any movie directed by someone that type of movie. Even if he didn't write it? Yeah, he's directing directors. the movie, yeah. Okay. I don't count Cop Out as a Kevin Smith movie at all. Yeah. It doesn't feel like a Kevin Smith movie. There's nothing about that that... Yeah. Said, I mean... A lot of movies don't feel like Kevin Smith movies anymore, no, they though. No, all, they all feel like Kevin Smith movies. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, but that's evolving. That is a constant... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Clerks, Mallrats, Chasing Amy. I mean, there was a feel to a Kevin Smith movie. Sure. But now a Kevin Smith movie can no, there was be... No, there was a sound to a Kevin Smith movie. Yeah. There's not a, there's not a look to a Kevin Smith movie. <laughs> right. Yeah. But you still feel Poorly it. Poorly I mean, lit? Yeah. That's yeah. a look. <laughs> but, but you still feel it with the characters in the writing. But it's like now, you know, Tusk versus you know red state versus the yoga hose like yeah there's it's just evolving so much to where now i mean and that generally is a good thing like i mean and when you think of movie directors who can pretty much do any genre i mean you, there's a lot of directors out there that you know like michael mann or even spielberg can do you know these adventure movies or these serious movies i mean there's a lot of directors that are versatile um kevin smith hasn't quite reached the level no. where it's like he's making amazing in all these genres but but you know his voice is different now it changes um so yeah it's a lot harder to put your finger on what that means yeah. in a kevin smith movie but i don't know i just feel like if a director directs a movie i mean whether they write it or not they're the ones they're supposed to be telling people how to act and how to emote and they're directing the people so i just feel like you're putting your influence and spin on the movie as a whole so i i get what you're saying i guess i just look when it comes to somebody like tarantino i i he's there's an a tour there yeah there's a difference yeah. between a property that he might have directed versus an entire a, a movie that he has his hand in every yeah. part of. Well, I know? also don't think he would direct a movie he doesn't write. I mean, yeah. even though Jackie Brown's adapted, he still wrote it. He wrote it. it, yeah. So I don't, totally. I don't think I he would, would not write. Yeah. I guess to my point, I I was I didn't think about it that way, but I do not think he will ever direct a yeah. movie. He doesn't. Well, and I didn't know how much <laughs> how much they'd let him control yeah, the, the script question. of a yeah. Star Trek. And I don't right, think right, he'd right. get a Star Trek. Right. You know what I mean? Like him to yeah. direct one. Especially because there's so many other properties it's or yeah. uh, versions of Star Trek that yeah. it needs to be aware of and work within that context. Yeah. Oh, and he already did write it. Yeah. The script's done. Oh, is it? Oh, oh, okay. really? oh he has okay. written the you Star Trek. Should have just started with yeah. that. <laughs> I didn't know you didn't. Yeah, I, I didn't know. I didn't know. His Star Trek script is done. Gotcha. So, yeah. I'm not a Star Trek guy, so yeah, I don't care. I. And not to say they couldn't always be. If he wanted to, they could still present him with another script. And be like you're going to direct this, right? But he would say no. This is what. He, or maybe we, they make his script, but he doesn't direct it. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, he's done that before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd twice, be weird, yeah. right? Like he did Natural Born Killers and True Romance. Yeah, he did the stri- script doctor stuff. Like, well, he Crimson. sold off the Natural Born Killers. That was that that was a script he had laying, laying around, around that he sold yeah. off. Because I think and and True Romance was the same way. Yeah. He sold off that yeah. script to fund Reservoir. So Dogs. apparently, I just he got he was gonna he wanted to direct True Romance, and I yeah. think that they screwed him. I think somehow. He entered some deal. Well, the word I where heard he thought was, he was going to direct it, and they're like, "Nope." 
the what I heard from doing research for our show was that he had the script for Reservoir Dogs and True Romance, and he gave them both to Tony Scott and said, "Which one do you want to direct?" Oh, okay. And Tony Scott be. chose True Romance, and so Quentin did Reservoir Dogs. I heard it could have gone either way. Gotcha. He had those two scripts, I mean, and he was going to think it went one. the right way. Uh huh. What's that? I, I think it went the right yeah, way. Yeah, I, I don't we, think we talked about that. Yeah, I, think I don't know very, that he would have been capable. Different movie. I don't know that he'd been capable of directing True Romance at that point. Probably not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he hadn't direct. I mean, that's a much bigger movie yeah. in scope. Right? There's a lot going on where Reservoir Dogs is contained. I mean, so Reservoir Dogs is, I mean, is is like this close to being a stage yeah. play. Oh, yeah. You could Absolutely. do They've you done it, I think. Have that, I was like, sure, yeah, yeah, you could easily do that as there a stage play. There are productions play. of. Yeah, yeah, where True Romance is much more sprawling. Oh, yeah, I agree. And that's my favorite movie of all time. Yeah. I love True Romance. I, I think it ended up perfectly because we talked yeah. about the. Obviously, we talked about all of them on the the patreon episode but i discovered uh reservoir dogs after seeing pulp fiction you know and because that's just the time of my life i was not old enough at the time when they came out and so i found pulp fiction and then i went back to reservoir dogs i'm like this is really freaking good like i bought it on a whim kind of like i found it at walmart in the five dollar bin and yeah just bought it of course you right. know and i'm like well it's five bucks whatever even if i yeah, don't like it totally. popped it in and was like this movie's great <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> uh, yeah so anyway yeah, yeah. Do we have news or we just that's Patreon. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I do. I don't know if you guys, if you gents have any news, but the big one was that uh, Joker won the top prize at the Venice Film Festival. We what talked a- about it last week in the news. I mean, it won the major award. There. What a weird so, world we live in. Yeah. I mean, we- but so did Roman Polanski. Yeah. He won an award there too. Well, yeah. Right. He took so, the runner-up prize, right? So, uh, but but again, it's like we talked about that. I ugh, I'm not enjoying talking about that, but. Um, I mean, people still, for some reason, give him clout, and it's we know Roman Polanski is a capable director. Sure. So the sure. point is, he didn't win it as a popularity award. Like yeah. whether or not we like him, and and you should think he's a piece of crap, but he still has made Rosemary's Baby and Chinatown. And China, I mean, the guy is a capable director. So when he wins an award, you're like, okay. But this is Todd Phillips' Joker <laughs> oh, movie right. <laughs> won the top prize at the Venice right. Film Festival. So I think that there is still, um, you know, the Plancy stuff aside, like, I'm trying not to get too overhyped for this movie, but ever since the casting and then the first teaser, I've been excited. This is my number one anticipated movie. I think yet the, to come. I, it's a shame that we got the Joker we got in Suicide Squad. Because well, that's 100% accurate. Because I feel like as soon as they announced Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker, you're like, yep, I yeah. don't know why this hasn't happened yet. Like, you know, you're coming off Heath Ledger. But he's also such a uh, an unusual yeah. man. Yes, that's that, true. like... It, you know, while he might be great in this, is he? He wouldn't have done the is, Batman. Is piece. he gonna stick around and do things like Suicide yeah. Squad? No, and, and I think the answer is no. No, uh, no. maybe, maybe. I mean, we'll it all comes it. down to the. Yeah, two, I mean, there was a time when we would have said the same thing about Johnny Depp. That's true. We, yeah. in the, in the words of legendary wrestling broadcaster Jim Ross, it's all about the two C's. Yeah, cash and creative. That's the bottom line. If they pay him enough cash, and the creative is good. I have to believe he'll be like, okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll and, do. and we don't even know where this movie. We don't know if Matt Reeves is going to be a standalone. Even, sure. You know, we, they we might have not no know clue. Right. That's, it might, that's true. It might de- seriously deter this movie's success. Wait, are you trying to tell me <laughs> that DC Warner Brothers movies don't have a plan in place? I hate what? to break it to you, Tom, but that is what? a possibility. Especially after you get that trailer what? of Birds of Prey. Oh. 
where yeah, it's just like I that. Just, whoa, that that teaser trailer thing. Uh, not that I cared or it it, it drove me to the theater. Right, but I awful. feel sorry for <laughs> any poor bastard that went out of their way to see it so they could see that oh, teaser trailer yep. in front of it. The one second when you say teaser trailer, yeah, like what Which a joke. Is, I mean, oh, what's up with all these red balloons? <laughs> well, she said, "I'm tired. Of, I'm, I'm tired of these." effing jokes well, whatever effing clowns and it was like yeah. censored too i don't even think she i was like i'm tired of these uh, like i can't yeah. even hear it and you're going into an r-rated movie just yeah. play the and it's play attached the to the yeah. movie yeah, like it's right. not yeah. like oh I, yeah right it's not a, it's a trailer that's like not like oh coming soon yeah. right it's right in front yeah but it was a worthless thing like totally i mean they, they touted it as being like oh there's gonna be it's not gonna be online it, it did end up leaking of course uh, well, it of did course. quote unquote leaking but i mean the hd copy before the movie came out not a cam but they said oh it's it's only gonna be before it to see this thing and it's like so seriously? what was the what was the phantom menace trailer attached to like the phantom oh, menace yeah, trailer that did was a lot more of... business you're right <laughs> yeah, whatever right, it was right. Pre, not I guess it's like very early yeah. in the internet. People were buying tickets just, just to, to see, see that, that trailer. trailer. Yeah, I can't remember. I don't what. know. Like it, it's too. She's too Deadpooly for me. Like that's they want her to be the Deadpool of the DC EU. I think it's just attached to that terrible Joker. And it I is just, that's the problem. And she like help. here's the problem is we've talked about how good she is. Yeah, you know, Marco Robbie is so, great. And I it's don't just... and I don't know what that movie is going to be, and which yeah. is fine. They like, probably I, don't either. That they make, They're still you know, sitting in an editing bay trying to figure it yeah, out. Yeah, right, right. Can we be like Suicide Squad? And they're like, what? But anything that reminds me of Suicide Squad and that terrible Joker. So when yep. I see her and that tone, I'm like, that was built there. I just can't get a... Phantom Menace was attached to uh, Meet Joe Black. <laughs> oh. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I saw that in theaters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for that trailer. <laughs> and that movie is a snooze. It's a slog. Yeah. Until, like, the uh, I love the end. Until they finally met Joe Black. You're waiting when, the whole time. Hit, like, are they, we going to meet Joe Black? hit him with the car. No, that's at the beginning. That's what I mean. Yeah. 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 And then it was the, the end. You're just like, can we do that again? Yeah. Because <laughs> that was great. That's Anthony Hopkins and Brad Pitt. And Claire Florini. Oh, from Mallrats, yeah, I, yeah, I, she's I just, the she's the girl from from Mallrats. Okay, yeah, yeah, I just I can't really remember that movie. It's for the best, yeah. he's death. Spoilers. Oh, so from a movie from nineteen. So my big concern now is I'm again I'm trying to stay away from. I did get a trailer for the second trailer for Joker before this that I tried my best to ignore, but I'm trying not to get too hyped up for it. But I've already been excited for it, and then it wins this top prize, and people keep talking about it, how great it is that have seen it. It's like who stands up and claps for eight minutes. Well, apparently that's short at the festival circuit. I got. I'm would seeing be, reports of 20 minute. Oh, but not dumb, at this one, but it's the dumbest thing I've ever it's heard. It's like, how yeah. could you imagine? No, I can't because I'd be like, oh man, that was really good. All right, I'll see you later. Why? <laughs> why? We got dinner reservations. I can't imagine standing and clapping for anything for 20 minutes. No, I just that's no. why I, I cannot imagine. When it goes like, on for more than like 40 seconds, I'm like, it, but it wasn't that good. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen anything or heard anything where I was like, I'm just gonna stand here for half an hour. <laughs> like I feel bad clap. when I'm at a play and and they're right there yeah. they just did it they heard it you, like when people i mean first off at a film festival like that's a little different but like when when we're at like a screening and people clap yeah i'm like they're not know, here they're not here why what are you, you clapping what are you doing weirdo you, yeah. yeah i do feel if they did it a play you could tell like the actors are like yeah christ almighty like yeah. let's go. I, I gotta get, i already get called out of this. an uber yeah like i got this makeup this costume sucks like, like get me out of here what i think happens at a film festival is the credits roll they clap throughout the credits because they're like waiting and then the people start coming out the director comes out on stage then they're wel- welcoming in them like i think it's like a clap that keeps going through the credits so here's the secret to 
you just make your credits like 20 minutes long. Done. <laughs> See, and that, they clap yeah. all the way through. Those them. Avengers movies? And then it's like 20 <laughs> minutes ovation. It was so amazing. <laughs> it is weird, though, when it's like, what a weird pedigree for a movie. Like, who who wrote it? Uh, Todd Phillips. He did? Mm-hmm. So strange. So you've got a Scorsese produced. Not Scorsese produced. He what? exited it very early on. I thought he still got a producer. I, I think credit. he got a credit. He, he had to get a credit on it. If he, I'm, I thought I he exited. Be- I'm pretty sure he exited. He may it. have, but I have to believe that if he did any work on that movie, he's gonna get a. He producer's was developing credit. it, and he left. I don't believe he has a producer credit. I could be wrong, Man, but um, be- it was Todd Phillips and Scott Silver on the screenplay. Okay, and then let's see, produced by. Let's see if he's still on there. Bradley Cooper's on there. Todd Phillips, nope, no Scorsese. Yeah, yeah he exited. I remember. Okay. okay. Yeah, I remember he left. I just, I thought. I that, assumed he. Would yeah. I don't think he wanted his name attached to it for some reason. I don't know why. But I'm sure now he's gonna be like, oh, by the way. Uh, no, I bet <laughs> you he's still because I mean it's very similar to Taxi Driver. Right. Maybe that's what he didn't like. Oh, maybe is that they were going that they wanted him to turn that direction, and he's like, I'm not gonna sit here I'm and just do it again. Redo yeah. the same movie. I did, I did both of these movies already. Right. Yeah. Like you're just taking two of my movies and smushing them together. Yeah. yeah I'm sure he had his reasons, obviously, and I didn't hear. He was too busy about, doing the Irishman. Yeah. Didn't hear about it being contentious or anything, but I do remember that because I was tiring it up. Like I love Taxi Driver and King of Comedy. Those are two of my favorite. I don't like King of Comedy. Oh, I love oh, that I movie. Love King of Comedy. Man. And uh, where Jerry Lewis. Is playing Jerry Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> they tried to get Carson. Did yeah. they really? Yeah. For this? For yeah? For the Joker? Yeah, for cool. the Joker. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. But, but uh, yeah, I uh, I really really love those movies, and so I was super excited about it. And then when he exited, I was like, I I remember looking into it, like to what extent? Because I'm like, wait a minute, but this is so Scorsese feeling like he's still somewhat attached, right? And then I'm like, no, he nope. completely exited. Huh. So anyway, it's but, a weird. It's a weird time where. Comic book movies have entered into you know obviously there's there've always been stories that could be on this level that have been written yeah you know anything by Alan Moore Neil Gaiman Grant Morrison any of those guys could have done something on this level but it's just weird that here we are <laughs> and the like there's talk of like this movie being nominated for Best Picture yeah you yeah. know and I guess he- Ledger won would he have won had he been alive. Maybe I think so. Probably it's a great performance, but totally I know it's is. always been. But you know, like it's just would he? You know, it's the question mark. Yeah, it's the right. asterisk on the wind. Sure, you know the so, asterisk. Oh, I thought you said the asterisk in the wind, and I'm like, wow, the, that was very no, like, wow. yeah, that was no. Very, it's the asterisk, 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 asterisk whatever <laughs> on the wind. Like, like is it my, the wind beneath your wings? It is not. Oh. So yeah, it's just a, it's a, you know. How long until now? Just like, oh, Matt Reeves as Batman is being nominated for Best Actor. Um, I just always feel bummed because Michael Shannon was up for uh, his, against Heath Ledger for his role in Revolutionary Road. Yeah, and oh, like, yeah. I was not a big fan of that movie, but him and that that's movie his coming out party was amazing. Yeah, and yeah, like, and like, he was the highlight of that film. And like, I was always kind of like, damn, <laughs> damn, I would I would have liked to have seen him won that, but also. I have zero complaints about Heath Ledger's performance as the Joker right, having right. won that. Like for sure, that, for sure. That was really good, too. Either way, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I don't know if you guys had any other movie news, uh, but just, that was the in, big in one. The Batman universe, uh, Marshala? Mahershala? Mahershala Ali apparently is the front runner for Jim Gordon. Really? Yeah. 
that's the rumor. Oh, wow, okay. So, you know, take that for what it's worth. But Was that Cosmic Book News? No, no, that was oh. comicbook.com, which is, you know. Because I know that is. I uh, will rail against Cosmic Book News every chance that I get. <laughs> oh, we don't. Yeah. Oh, they're not your favorites? No, they suck. Oh. Uh, but, yeah, so it'd be kind of interesting to see him. They're like, oh, yeah, you're our Blade, but you're also going to be Jim Gordon. Like, that's the way we're going to do this. Yeah, so crossing over those universes, exactly, it can exactly. happen. So. But like, that's one of those casting choices where it's like, yeah, yeah, that sounds great. As you know, even if he's commissioner, lieutenant, detective, I don't care. Right, right. Like Jim, I love the Jim. It's Jim Gordon be early on. So. It's crazy. Like I, I of course I love Batman, but I more I, I love more the supporting characters. So like yeah. Jim Gordon or Dick Grayson or Tim Drake, like. I, Barbara well, we Gordon. know. How all much right, all right, all right. What love Dick? I get well, it. Yeah, so, yeah, we know. You've made it very clear. <laughs> yeah. But what like, you talk I, about, I love like those characters more than the main, the the person you're supposed to like. Right. The center of this universe. I love the out outlying characters sure. yeah. more. And so, like, yeah, I'll take a, I'll take a, that dude as Jim Gordon. Sure. Bring it on. I want that Nightwing movie. I really Good hope that still they haven't has, earned but... a Nightwing movie. Yeah, they haven't. Even, they they, they showed got... a shot up Robin costume. Yeah. As yeah. far as they've gotten. If they were going to give us a Nightwing movie, it should have happened immediately following Batman the, and Robin. The Batman Forever? No, the <laughs> <laughs> No. The What was the last Batman movie called? The I'm blanking on it. The Nolan one. Oh, oh, oh the, Dark the Dark Knight Rises. Rises. There we go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, with yeah. with yeah. Joseph Gordon. They should have done yes. they should have done it immediately I'm out like, of that. Yep. <laughs> After <Yeah>. Batman Forever. <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. Why? He was in that movie. It couldn't have got worse. Yeah. But well, I guess uh, that's all of that, uh, Kevin. We will now turn our eyes to the box office. Kevin has his abacus at the ready. Kevin, I do, Tom. And uh, it looks like uh, congratulations to the movie of the day because it chapter two is uh, number one with an estimated ninety-one million dollars. Jesus Christ! Are you serious? Wow. I mean, the, if my internet is correct. I mean, my abacus is correct here. Uh, <laughs> there, it is. It is going up against nothing. Yeah, it's. I mean, and people love that first one, right? And but that's a huge. That's I, a I, guess, I mean, for a horror movie, obviously, it's a very popular franchise. Now they're trying to figure out how to get it. it chapter three. Oh yeah, no, the kidding. origin of Pennywise. That's what we're gonna get. Yeah, but well, supposedly they had filmed a scene of that, but it they that they didn't. I could. thought for sure it would have popped up in the second one, but it did not. It did not. I'm I'm thankful for that. Yeah. So that uh, alien. now the opening weekend on the original. Do you guys know what that was? Was it like uh, forty five or fifty? It was a. One hundred and twenty-three. Oh wow! Shut so it up, went down. Really? So that's the thing is that I did not realize that. that yeah. I mean, I knew the first was popular, but I didn't think it opened. Did that it release yeah. at the same time? Uh, Roughly se- September eighth. So yeah, yeah, it's pretty close. But yeah. geez, so one hundred and twenty-three on the original, but still uh, ninety-one million. I thought that was pretty darn good. So it is interesting that's lower. Yeah, yeah. and I, it was weird. Like they didn't screen it. Which no. to me is always like, oh crap! Yeah. Now they did they did promotional screenings. I heard. Oh, so, they did. But they didn't screen it here for critics, uh, but friends across the country, other critic friends, they screened it for them. <laughs> there was so, like a company. I was like, friends across the country. Who's that? <laughs> You're thinking of us. <laughs> You're thinking of hands yeah, across right, America. Yeah. Across America, yeah. But yeah, so I thought that was crazy too. But they apparently did screen it. So I think that may have just been one of those weird local things where for some reason it didn't work out. Gotcha. With that, huh. but uh, yeah. So ninety three. We'll see. That's our, solid. 91. Yeah, we'll see what ends up happening with word of mouth and everything because I think it's. I mean, it's still getting pretty good word of mouth. We'll go into it on the next episode. But. I have to look, and I don't really, I don't really know what they're saving for Halloween this year, like Halloween, yeah. like horror movie releases. Mm-hmm. I have to look. I'm not. I'm honestly because there's no Halloween. Halloween's next year. Yeah. Uh, and I don't really know what's coming up as far as like big budget or yeah. Blumhouse stuff. 
in the on the horizon. So yeah. it could have legs for a while. I'm not sure either. So we'll see what ends up. I mean, yeah, it's obviously a good good time of the year then with not a lot of other horror uh, coming out before Halloween. So we'll see how long it lasts, and we'll get an update next week. But uh, successful for that. We'll get into it next episode. Number two, Angel Has Fallen. Like you said, there's not <laughs> much out, so that one's still hanging on in week three. That's insane that it's number two. <laughs> number two, a 48% drop, $6.1 million. That puts Angel Has Fallen at $53.5 million domestic. I don't see any overseas yet. Uh, but that is on a $40 million budget. So, so it's barely I a mean, win. It's limp- yeah, it's, it's like... It's <laughs> number two at the number box two, office, but <laughs> there's still now I'm guessing when it releases overseas, I mean action movies usually translate pretty well. So uh, sure. I mean I, I think I that shows you the the importance of a release date. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Paul Blart all over again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh yeah, well I don't think did anyone see I did oh you ended up seeing yeah, what yeah. Is, now what was, was your verdict? Fine. It was just I mean it was a big dumb action movie. Okay. And like I, I like Gerard Butler. I think when Gerard Butler uh, doubles down and gets what he's doing. Yeah, I love that dude. Yeah, so it was fine. It was just like Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte is one of those dudes where it's just like, wow, wow. Mm. I I don't know what happened to Nick Nolte at at any point or like you know how uh Jeff Bridges kind of doubled down on sure. uh the uh what was that I know what, what you mean what movie like, was that where he started grit. doing that voice he, so that he doubled down on that True Grit voice yeah where it's not his voice. Like, that's not what he sounds like. He just keeps doing it. It's the mumble mouth. It is the mumble yeah. mouth. I feel like Nick Nolte has done the same thing, but that's actually his voice. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. At some point, Nick Nolte went from, like, that it was the inc- handsome it was the Hulk. leading man to, I think it was before that, like, because he seemed to, like, kind of go away for a while, and then I remember he came back, and everything was like, that. I don't know. He's, it's, he sounds like he gargled glass. Yeah. yeah. Because he doesn't crazy was Crazy Heart before or after True it Grit. It was before, but it was like Crazy Heart and then True Grit, pretty close. Yeah, yeah. like Crazy Heart, then, like it's not all the way yeah. in. It's then, a little bit of that. He locked and then it True in. Grit, <laughs> it like really amps up. Right, and then it was right. just and then like, every movie, it was like R I P D. He was talking like right. True Grit. Now, it's like, now, it's just like you, when Madonna suddenly had an English pretty, accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. and you're just like, what? Wait, what? Well, by marriage, I yeah. think that was that works. Sexually transmitted voice. Yeah, she has an STA. STA. Yeah, sexually transmitted accent. Yeah. Oh, your big uh, Halloween movie, I think, is, uh, is Zombieland, October 11th. Oh, I and then, but it's like, but that's not even a traditional. I know, and then, yeah. but then October 25th is Girl on the Third Floor, which is starring w, former WWE superstar CM Punk. I gotta tell you okay, though, so not your no, big no, 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 no. Right. Oh, okay. Go watch that trailer. Like it no. looks bonkers you'll in never the best go way. to a third floor again no. nope yeah <laughs> after that movie they're gonna have to take out the 13th and the third floor <laughs> yeah. and one two four and then dr sleep comes out oh, but that comes out the week after halloween which seems yeah. odd why would you do that the but, week of yeah you would think well they're competing with the third floor yeah so that's not going to be that big of a movie. You know, The Overlook didn't have a third floor. <laughs> I did not know that. That's weird. They just yeah. took it out. Yeah. But yeah. Made a, they spun it off in this whole yeah, other movie. Right. Floor four, four, what is that, room 408? That's a Stephen King one, isn't it? With oh, 1408? Yeah. I think something like that. But what's the yeah. room that the lady was in? Is in it 223? 237. 237? Yeah, I think that's right. 227. That's no. where the ghost. Oh, that's of, not two two seven. The ghost of Sherman Hemsley <laughs> no. or something was. In I'm there. pretty sure it's room two thirty seven. Four eighty seven. Because there was that interesting doc. Yeah. You yeah. ever see that documentary? What's that? So there's a room. There's a documentary called Room Two Thirty Seven, and it's three different. I don't know. If they're like film historians, but they all give different versions of like the meaning behind two thirty seven, like huh. what that number means. Like one dude goes off. 
on like the moon landing. It's a, yeah, it's oh. a it's a clue that Kubrick <laughs> filmed the moon the, landing. Yeah, on like, it. yeah. it's cra- It's a it's a great doc, but it's he does go like there are moments. It's a master class in confirmation it bias. Really, yes, exactly. Yeah. Wow. But they do, like, I will say with the moon landing, like, when they start stating facts, you're like, now I don't know. Yeah. Like, I th- I'm pretty sure they went. But you, ra- <laughs> but you raise some interesting arguments about, like, shadows and things and, like, yeah. where, like, their shadows are compared to, like, where it should be. And I was like, damn it. I try not to. I, I like conspiracy theories because they're always fun until you get a little too deep and you're just like, you know, crap. <laughs> yeah, I mean they aren't. I just watched the one on um, uh, Paul McCartney being dead. Yeah. Oh, really? Have you gone down I, that rabbit I hole? I mean, I've I mean I've read about it. It's I haven't fascinating. Seen that. Yeah. I mean, they Farley asked him point blank. Did you ever see that when Farley no. would do like his awkward interviews? Oh, what he all, said, "Are he, you really?" Yeah, he goes, "Uh, you know, on like whatever record it was, if you yeah. play it backwards, it says right. Paul is dead." Right. And he goes, "Is that true?" And Paul McCartney goes, "Nope." <laughs> nope I'm but right like here. i there's a great youtube video i don't know who made it but i i just stumbled down the rabbit hole of different things and it went into the paul is dead and it was like a 20 minute video and it shows all the evidence of you know album covers playing things backwards different things at the end of tracks that say things and then playing them backwards and these people were able to create an entire uh-huh. i mean they have tons of evidence backing up that he's dead yeah and that he had he looks different his eyes are a different color i mean it is amazing like but you i mean you know it's not true but the evidence <laughs> they there have are to moments where you're just like oh man maybe no no no, no. Like, <laughs> i was waiting at the end of the video for them to be like and yes it has been proven that he is <laughs> whatever and at the end of the video they're like and none of this is true and then they go into a quick thing about like how yeah it's just this can like, be disproved the Could ultimate be. warrior one's my favorite what's that one that, no. that so like he left for a minute okay and then he came back and he was oh that it was a different he was significantly smaller because he got off the, the gas oh. yeah so they're like no 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 the, that's not the real one <laughs> like the second the one that came back is like a new one because the old one died he and, could strangle people with his veins and, and jim helwig's like no it was always me now he's dead for real yeah. But, well yeah but yeah do you ever hear that did you see that what's that so like he gets inducted into the hall of fame he goes on Raw the next night and gives this pretty good promo, and he's and basically the line is like, "You never know when you're, you know, when you're gonna breathe your last breath or your heart's gonna beat oh, its last no. beat." Gives this insane promo. You're just like, "Oh Christ!" Dies the next day. Oh my god! <laughs> like within a week, he was dead. Wow! And it was just like it's a very eerie moment where he's basically predicting his own death. Very then, few people can be enhanced like that and, <laughs> and not make it. pay the price and like sliced alone i don't know how that dude hgh his, baby but at that age and <laughs> yeah. being as jacked as he does and you know that's not natural it's like but that guy just keeps on i yeah. feel like in this we haven't seen him without a shirt on in a while I think so we're I, about to uh, you think so i don't know well well maybe he's got a, another rambo movie coming. yeah out. but he he wore he Tank wore top. like he, he wore like an over shirt in that last one. Oh, gotcha like he was like covered because he has those tattoos now yeah and just like John Rambo doesn't have any tattoos. What are you doing? Like, you got like half sleeves on each side. You got your chest yeah. tattooed. What are you doing? I mean, I think it's great. I'm not. I mean, I'm glad he's still around and everything. But to like the warrior, it's like you know you can't abuse your body like that. And <laughs> when you t- when ex- you can when you can tie armbands and all of a sudden your veins have veins on top of yes veins, his vein yeah that ain't normal. I yeah. mean that, that ain't dude, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, but uh, so that's Angel has fallen. <laughs> Uh, number three, Good Boys. So uh, good to see that one around with five point two million, a forty five percent drop. Sixty six point six million on that one on a twenty million dollar budget. So good for that little one. Fifteen million overseas. So wow, that's pretty good. Translated into some overseas comedy there. So almost eighty on a twenty worldwide. The Lion King. 
I feel like that's about on on Blu-ray, but it's uh, I mean, it's in eight weeks, so you know it's going to be coming out yeah, before too be long, soon. probably within the next month or so. Uh, Four point three million is a thirty-eight percent drop in week eight. Five hundred and twenty-nine million dollars domestic, one billion dollars plus overseas. We're at one point five nine five. Just call it one point six billion. Pants. I mean, someone was right there. I mean, you yeah, know, they oh, caused absolutely. a lot of They were right about Aladdin too, yeah. from a money standpoint. Yeah, yeah. Right? well, a lot that's of true, yeah. buzz around it and a lot of uh, negative talk online. But it just goes to prove that that loud chatter doesn't always mean no. You know what? Uh, so what's next for them, live action wise? The well, the Disney Plus stuff. Yeah, uh, I don't really count that uh, I mean, like in theaters. Live action? I'm not Maleficent. sure. Maleficent. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right Maleficent yeah. this year and then Mulan. Um, Lady and the Tramp will be Disney Plus. Um, and then I know Frozen 2, but that's animated. Right. So. I thought that Disney Plus uh, Anna Kendrick is Santa's sister movie looked really cute. I Of course it did. Yeah, it's Anna it's Kendrick. Anna, yeah, it's Anna But Kendrick. I mean, I just like, like, I thought, I'm like, this looks clever and, and yeah. different. Like, they're, I'm. They're like, I'm oh, like, by the way, Hallmark, you know that thing that you yeah. do really poorly? Yeah. We're going to do it really well. Yeah. Well, we'll see if it can beat Kurt Russell's Santa Claus. Nothing's going to beat that. Still love that movie. No, they're making, I mean, they're making another one. I'm going to watch that again this Christmas. That's great. That was, it was fantastic. Yeah. So fun. Uh, oh, they are making it a sequel mm-hmm. to that? Of course. How can they not? Goldie I mean, Hawn is Mrs. Claus. Yeah, oh, sorry. Great. Is that a spoiler for the Kurt Russell we Santa Claus? We did an Claus? episode on that. Yeah, They're fine. So. Yeah, the Santa. Not the... What was it called? Was I it don't called even the Santa know Claus? what it was called. No, but I don't know. Santa Claus Experience. I can't even remember what it's called. Escape from Witch North Mount? Pole. It, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it's called. It was Call good, me so. Claus. <laughs> Call me Santa. Call me Santa. So uh, that's making all the money over there at Lion King uh, for Disney. Overcomer. Uh, Excuse you. you spell that. Yeah, three point <laughs> five million is a thirty-eight percent drop. So that's up to twenty-four point four million domestic on a five million dollar budget. What so the hell is that? That's well. What the heck is that? Oh, yeah. there we go. Remember that? Gotcha. That's a Alex Kendrick and Stephen Kendrick directed and produced that movie. <laughs> Anna's like, remember I'm not that's related. The, the Kendrick. <laughs> so that was a coincidental. Yeah. Right. Segue. Right. <laughs> Uh, number six, Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. Still plugging along here. Three point three million is a forty nine percent drop. Lots of small drops on these. Uh, that's in week six with a hundred and sixty three point eight million dollars domestic, five hundred and fifty five point five million dollars overseas, seven hundred and sixteen point nine, about seven seventeen million on a two hundred. So officially the highest grossing non Marvel, non super, non Disney, non superhero movie of the summer of the year. Really? Yeah. Hmm. The Rock just he posted yeah The Rock retweeted something he said uh, he's really trying to narrow he, down that criteria he did a little bit but I think right? he, the the line was some of you jokers are playing checkers while we're playing chess okay Rock and I was like taking well he's taking a shot at Tyrese well yeah yeah that's that's all that was Tyrese has a movie coming out does he he's Tyrese doing- is probably playing like Connect Four. <laughs> <laughs> He's playing Kids Monopoly. <laughs> so anyway, uh, well, good for The Rock. I know he really is uh, hurting in the money department, yeah. so I'm glad he's got another hit under his belt, finally. Uh, coming in at number seven, Ready or Not, here's the title of the next movie, Ready or Not, <laughs> with $2.3 million, a 61% drop, $25 million, 25.7 in week three, uh, another 9.9 overseas. So uh, yeah, we're approaching the $40 million on a $6 million, So Apparently in France, it's called The Wedding Party. Oh. Like it's not called ready or not. Is it something in French or is it? No, in it's English? like it's in English. The wedding party. Huh. I wonder if they don't like play ready or not there or something. You know what I mean? Like, they, oh, maybe it doesn't have cultural like seek is yeah, across the globe. Like, I'm surprised. I don't. Maybe it is in some markets, but I'm like, how did they not call it hide and seek in certain territories? Like, I think there's a movie called hide and seek. There must be. But yeah. I just yeah. wondered in different territories, like, because you think that would be the you would think. Yeah. 
I but like it or not, but it's just hide and seek. It's like that's the name of the game and on the card, so you would think that it would be right. But no, yeah. I think there is. Yeah, there has to Robert be. De Niro and Dakota Fanning. There we go. Yeah, wow. Two thousand five. Oh, all right, missed maybe. that one. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot of Robert De Niro movies I missed past yeah. nineteen ninety nine. <laughs> so uh, anyway, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood still making money. Uh, two point two million, forty seven percent drop in week seven. So positive word of mouth there and uh, Oscar buzz talks for who. For the movie, for everybody, itself. everybody. Yeah, the movie, yeah, DiCaprio, Pitt. Can we get Margot Robbie? Was built in a lab to win Oscars. Like, <laughs> it's a movie it's, about Hollywood. That's yeah, I mean, they, first uh, off, oh, Hollywood true. loves movies about Hollywood. Right. You know, one hundred and thirty-four million dollars domestic, and another one hundred and fifty. So we're up, uh, approaching three hundred million on the ninety man, million mark. Man, it's making money. Not quite Django money yet, though. I don't know if it's. Good. I mean, it, it may not over four hundred. And it was a very expensive movie. Yeah. Like it's even though it's doing good box office, it was not an inexpensive undertaking. No. no. Yeah. So anyway, but uh, so still continuing uh, the success there. Uh, another little movie that people need to see that's finally in wide release: The Peanut Butter Falcon. I keep with hearing Shia about LaBeouf. it. Yeah. Did I, he did he direct this? No, no, no. He, he just directed something it. though, right? He's got one he directed well, coming out though. Honey yeah. Boy is, is that the is? movie he wrote and stars in. He got plays it. his father. Uh, it's not. They're not using his name, but it's based he's on his He's playing his own father? Yes. Got it. He's got playing it, it, a character it. based on Shia LaBeouf's father. Do they talk about Transformers? Uh, I think they do. They, there's, oh. uh, it, the, it's, um, who's the kid from uh, Lucas Hedges is playing Shia LaBeouf? Oh, the the kid from Goosebumps? Well, and he was in... Reasons Why? I don't know about that. He's he was in Three Billboards. He was in Lady Bird. Oh oh oh! He's yeah, okay, the okay, like okay. indie darling. He's, yeah. He was in that Ben. Which one is it? Ben is back. Or ben Tramer. My boy. Ben. My boy. Or whatever. He was in. He's an boy indie erased. Darling. Boy erased. I think is the one. Yeah. yeah. They're all those Ben is back. Boy erased. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he's an indie darling. He's in a lot of art house got movies. It, got it, got it, but got it. Uh, I believe he is playing the Shia LaBeouf character, and then Shia plays the stand-in for his father. And so it's about a young kid coming up in Hollywood and all that. Looks amazing, sounds amazing. I'm excited. It's for been that. getting really good reviews. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, it's been at the film festivals. But Peanut Butter Falcon is amazing. Um, you know, it, it stars uh, a guy named Zach, and he uh, he has Down syndrome in real life, and he's the main character. Uh, the directors wrote the movie for him. They had met him a years earlier and made friends with him at like an acting camp that has uh, people with and without disabilities. And uh, they became friends, and he was in some little short films and everything. And uh, he said. I guess they were talking to him about, you know, I want to be a movie star and they were just being realistic. Like in Hollywood, like there probably aren't a lot of roles that you're going to be the star of a big Hollywood film. And he said, well, why don't you write one for me? And so <laughs> the directors, who, the, ad, the directors who I interviewed, uh, they were great. Uh, the reviews, he was of, looking for a big budget reboot of life goes on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I interviewed the director, the writer directors on uh review com, So you can go read that interview, but the movie is just, heartwarming it's funny it, it's so well done and uh i mean these guys they're enjoying a lot of success i think critically with this movie and uh you're gonna you're gonna be hearing a lot from these guys but they're very talented i mean they wrote and directed this thing they got shia labeouf dakota fanning um thomas hayden church uh they, the, 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 the cast is crazy bruce dern is in it uh it's jake the snake and mcfoley are the wrestlers no in the movie wait um, are do they wrestle no. Well, okay, good. Some of them do. Oh, 
Yeah. Does Jake the Snake the, and Mick Foley wrestle? You ought to see the movie. Yikes. But uh, <laughs> but the, so the the premise of the story is that Zach uh, he lives in a nursing home because that's where the state put him. He doesn't have any family to take care of him, and so he's there with Bruce Dern as his roommate. And so he's watching these videos of this wrestler called the Saltwater Redneck, played by Thomas Hayden Church. Okay, and he wants to go to the Saltwater Rednecks Wrestling Academy. Okay, and so he runs away to go to the academy. Shia LaBeouf is a fisherman that's like this like a dirt poor fisherman and he's having a lot of trouble in his life. And so he's on the run and the two of them meet up and form an unlikely friendship. Dakota Fanning is kind of in charge of the nursing home and she has to go find Zach and make sure he's okay. So it's a really sweet adventure. Like their friendship is sweet. It's a very, um, it's a refreshing movie. It's like a, it's kind of like a, a Mark Twain adventure. It's like a Tom Sawyer type of uh, fairy tale adventure. Um, but yeah, I mean the, the lead character, Zach is really good. The actor is great. And I mean, uh, it just shows you that, I mean, he has down syndrome, but he's now the star of this movie getting all these accolades. Like, well, we talked about it. I mean, that's the, this is where we are. It's like, you can't, you can't write that role and not cast somebody that right. has, has the, the affliction, I guess the disease is a disease. I don't think it's a disease. What is it? probably a syndrome? Syndrome, well, yeah, right? I word guess, there. Yeah. yeah. That's, I don't well, yeah, it's, it's, it's literally, it's you literally called Down syndrome. I, I guess it's true. Yeah. It's, <laughs> right. it's, it's in the diagnosis. Right, yeah. yeah, it's right there. It's a disability, is what you're looking for. Thank you, yes. Uh, but they, uh, so when they were shopping this around, I learned from my interview that uh, the producers that they talked to at first wanted to cast a star in the role. Like, uh. And they're like, I mean, they wrote it for Zach and they right. knew he'd do great and watch this movie. I mean, he does fantastic. And, uh, and so they just, I think in today's world, you probably have a hard time getting a star to take the role. Uh, that's probably and true. That, Except they, for Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. God, what an idiot. She can play anything. What is she doing? I, who knows at this point? <laughs> yeah, I would love to work with Woody Allen at any time. But yeah, I believe he's innocent. But, beep, uh, boop, boop, but go, I mean, that's neither here nor there. Go see the Peanut Butter Falcon. Support movies like this, first of all. These art house movies, uh, I mean, there's an all-star cast. It's a heartwarming movie. It's one of my favorites of the year, honestly. I'm so glad I got to talk to these guys because I know their career is going to blow up. These guys, sure. um, very. Uh, it's uh, t- uh, Tyler Nilsson and Mike Schwartz are the two directors and writers. So he's going to pick them up to do the next Spider-Man movie. What's that? So somebody's going to pick them up to, yeah, these, right? to do they, the next Spider-Man movie. Yeah, after uh, Mark not... Mark Webb. Yeah, after not... Uh, I don't know. I can't remember who you thought it was at first. John Waters. John Waters. <laughs> the John Waters Spider-Man movie. Um, but I'd yes. watch that movie. Yeah. 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 That'd be amazing. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Who wouldn't watch the John Waters <laughs> Spider-Man movie? They'd probably get the guy from the old TV show to come be Spider-Man. <laughs> I like it. I like it. He's in a suit. You know, you yeah. can't tell. You can't tell. So, yeah. Go see this movie. It is absolutely delightful. Such a great time. So, uh, The Peanut Butter Falcon. And it's one of those that, like, it's going to be out for a couple weeks, but you know it's not going to play that long. Like, people need to go see right. this movie. It's uh you know it's number nine which is awesome against all these other big movies but you know it can't stay there forever sure so uh, but this made twelve million dollars uh it, I don't even have a budget on here but I know it was not sure with I, a movie like this there's no, it's a passion project. you know the right. actors are yeah. are donating a lot of their time or just taking a back end deal or something yeah and so the fact that it's made twelve million dollars is awesome and there's a reason for it so go support uh art house and independent cinema it's it's fantastic and uh, rounding out the top ten you'll be delighted to know that Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Good thing we covered it because it's uh we bumped it up. Yeah, right, yeah, right. right. All, it was all because of us. Yeah, <laughs> had to go out and I mean they can't listen without seeing right? it. They don't want to be spoiled. So number ten with two million dollars, it's a fifty-one percent drop. Dora is now at fifty-three point nine million dollars domestic. Uh, and pause here because end I, of summer. 
I didn't check to see if it officially. has. Yeah, it is. Let me see here. I didn't check to see if it had any overseas because I just didn't. <laughs> assumed it didn't. <laughs> Let's see. It, did it has $28.2 million overseas. Oh, all so. of it from Peru. <laughs> there you go. So, And that's on a $49 million budget. So right now it's, yeah, that's it's, a lot. That's a big budget. it's over 80 on a 50. So it's probably just about making its money back. Um, man, I go listen to that episode. It was a surprise. I don't want to yeah. spoil too much, but... It was cute. It was a lot yeah. of. It was a fun movie. Yeah, it was a yeah. lot. It was better than it should have been. Yeah, yeah. You you'd be surprised if you watch the movie. Like, I mean, at some point, especially if you have kids, give it a chance. I mean, you. It's one of those movies that kids and adults both can enjoy. Yeah, one of those uh, delights that you won't be like, oh, when's this crap over? So right. Anyway, but that is the box office. Well, thank you, Kevin. You're welcome. So uh, I guess that's it for this one. Let's uh, go around the table, and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts B U T T S twenty one. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, join our group called The League of Show Sharers, and you can also share an episode. We would appreciate that as well. And uh, you can also find us on Patreon at Patreon.com slash Real Spoilers. If there's anything we appreciate more than sharing an episode, it's giving us five bucks. So five, five bucks a month, you get bonus content and the uh, pride of uh, supporting an indie podcast in the same way that you could support Peter peanut butter Falcon. It's hard. Easy to say. I know the yeah. peanut butter podcast. <laughs> right. So, uh, you know, there's we'll do there. an episode. There on peanut butter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. I love peanut butter. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. can try a different jar every, you know, the whole, whole hour. <laughs> Just don't do organic Scoops. peanut butter. That's <laughs> stuff's the great. Kind like, that you get like the weird, yeah. the weird oil on yeah. top. Oh, no. I, you know, I when I was eating put re- chemicals in food for a reason, <laughs> people. <laughs> when I was in college and I was eating like really clean and healthy, I got that, and it would taste really good for like the first spoonful, and then. The, like the oil, <laughs> fall you, apart. You would, well, you would eat all the oil that you mixed on the top part, and then the bottom half would just be dry. There, yeah. None of the oil could mix down to the bottom unless you had some industrial mixer. You know, with a spoon, you get the top part. You, or whatever. Get, that, you get that Peter Pan, you're good to go. Yeah. So yeah. it's like you would just leave this. You'd have this dry, crusty peanut butter that was Gross. so. Yeah. It's like, switched back to jam. Can't, yeah. can't even spread it on a piece of bread. I was say paper. Wow. I ah. say paper, and I was like, "That's not right." No, yeah. no, you don't do no that. I would never so, eat peanut butter, on butter on paper. paper. No. So anyway, that's uh, somehow our Patreon plug turned into a peanut butter discussion. But <laughs> well, uh, we're working on our new spinoff yeah. podcast. <laughs> so uh, anyway, uh, that's it for this one. Coming up with the next one, we will tackle it, Chapter Two. Until then, you've been warned. I missed you. We didn't stop it. Rated R.